0: Hey, welcome to the Eric J the Great podcast. Coming to you live on the Anchor app. Wanna give a special shout out to the Anchor for distributing this podcast and and being one of my uh my main sponsor for this podcast. Um I would like to welcome uh Thomas for uh, for dropping in today. Hey, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. What what's going on? Yeah, we're going all right, man. Just gotta I want to talk about uh three or four topics today and uh basically we just have an open conversation to get your opinion on them. Okay, okay, okay. Um so first off, um uh, racism in today's climate. Now we all know how racism was back in the civil rights movement and how you know it was more open, you know, there was more vicious back in the sixties and the fifties in that era. But uh wanna get your opinion on uh how do you view racism in today's uh way of life and uh what is a way that we can uh eventually eliminate it
1: man how, basically man how i view racism in today's life man is uh it it, it goes back to the uh but because now i think I, I truly believe that uh the generation that i grew up in we really don't know much about racism as far as the white people so as far as the white kids they they really don't know uh where Where the uh racism derived from, so I think racism comes from it has to be embedded into them in order for them to understand the that to have hatred toward black black people. You see what I'm saying because it wasn't it wasn't nothing that they was born into it was more like it had to be passed down. From them it uh, it had to be embedded in their brains to you know have some type of hatred towards uh towards black people, so that's what I feel because uh we, we we're a long generation we're, we're a long ways from uh you know when segregation uh days and stuff was going on and racism was going on man. so I, I feel like that it had to be bedded down from uh ancestors like great grandpa great grandmothers great grandfathers and stuff like that, so that stuff was passed down to the, to their kids you know to have hatred towards black people.
0: Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel the same way. Um, I feel like with everything else uh going on today, with the peaceful protesting yeah. and the, with racism, I feel like hey, hey, bro, what's that noise? Oh, my bad. I don't know. Yeah, let's oh. yeah, what's up? But um. I feel like everything going on with the uh, racism today. Uh, a lot of people try to hide it and uh, try to disguise it, but it's just a thing. Now we we so advanced now as a people. I feel like that uh, with the with the killings, with the police brutality, everybody's holding people accountable now and they don't know how to handle that, you know, because, you know, back in the day, people used to take stuff and never used to rebut or nothing like that. And now we get into a time where, you know, everybody's more smarter, everybody's in more powerful positions, so everybody had their own social media platform, so it's kind of hard for them to try to pull the same stuff that they was doing to our ancestors like fifty years ago. Right. 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 Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, man. But I, I think nowadays, man,
1: we got more uh we got more white supporters, man. Like I say, uh a lot of the kids that uh they they grew up well, a lot of the white kids nowadays don't they don't really know about, you know what I'm saying that like you know the, the 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 true racism that they they uh that they ancestors did back in the day, like the the hatred toward black people. I I don't think they uh the animosity is not the same that they had to uh black people back in the day because they wouldn't you know say so it's generations passed since since the uh the the racism days uh back in the day, but now that stuff still it still exists, man. But it's it's not as bad because uh. You know, the white people we we, we really are out of that time and place where, where that stuff happens. But we got the older older generation that are still in, in uh in power, like as far as like the Senate, you know what I'm saying, the legislature and stuff like that. Like we have people that's in power that are still making the uh, making the rules and stuff like that. So once we get them out of out of the seats and stuff like that, we'll be able to change the you know, so change the way that we go about the segregation
0: yeah that leads that leads into my next topic as far as like the importance of voting mm-hmm. so that's kind of a hurdle because you know, as in school, you know, I feel like in grade school they don't teach kids in general what they need to know to succeed in life. They teach you a lot of stuff that you don't even use like they they don't teach kids about voting. Or credit or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying, so right, right, I feel like with voting that's always gonna be a hurdle, but it, it, i feel like it's on the parents, so it's still that when their kids get of age, the importance of voting the pass to pass on that habit of uh of people getting down there and voting for these uh local officials. And the big elections in the Senate, the House, and the uh, the presidential election. Because uh, uh, that's the only way I feel like uh, it's going to change. But it's kind of hard to, because uh, you know how young people are set up now. You know, everybody, like, living in their own fantasy world. Don't nobody really be paying attention to what's nothing. going on. Right, right, right. I agree, man. Uh,
1: I agree, man. It, it starts at the, it starts at the lowest level. Uh, like you say, vote uh, for, for city council, you know what I'm saying? From city council to mayors, to mayors to the, uh, you know, to, to, to the, you know, to the state legislator, man, to the, to the governors and stuff like that, to the governors on up to the, to the Senate, you know, to the house of representatives and stuff like that on up to the president. So it, it starts at the lowest level, man. We have, we have to put the right people in place. So we gotta put the right city councilmen in. We gotta put the right mayors in. We gotta put the right governors in in order for us to, you know what I'm saying, for us to have a voice, you know, you know, you know, in order to 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 get through to, to the bigger, to the bigger picture, which is the, the presidential election. You know, because a lot of times me from being from Alabama, I've never seen Alabama, you know, a a, a blue state. It's always been a red state. Red state, you know, meaning for for Republicans. So even if we do vote, we can go out and vote and do all that stuff like that. I never seen in my years of uh, you know, of of, of voting and being, and being here and being alive to see. I never seen Alabama a, a, a always seen Alabama red state. So we have to get out and start from the from the beginning. You know, as far as like the city councilmen, the mirrors and stuff like that. That stuff that stuff has to start from 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 the lowest level on up to the highest level up to the president. Man.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of people are uneducated too, because everybody has this stigma of saying that the only election that matters is just the presidential elections, right. and that's so false, right? You know, you know, because the presidential election it affects you to a certain extent, but it really don't affect you. Like the local stuff is what affects you, like the prosecutors, right? The, pe- the people, the people passing the state laws, right? The
1: district attorneys and stuff like that, right? Right, right. Those 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 people do play a uh, play a big role, man. Uh, so we so we got to get out and vote, man. We got to get out and vote. I know, uh, you know, we got elections coming up soon. So so don't be deterred, man. Don't be deterred when you go to the polls and they say, hey, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's a five hour wait. You know, uh, we know it's hot outside. You know, just 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 be prepared to in order to to, to, to you know overcome adversity to make a change because a lot of times they try to deter us. They try to detour us from from making a change in in our environment because the whole okay it's a five hour wait you know in in the black usually normally vote at you know we vote at the rec centers or whatever like that and it's usually a long line it's a five or six hour wait some people have to go to work some people have to do certain things but we just have to overcome those obstacles man you know what I'm saying just stay the course and be able to stay there and hang in there in order to make a change you
0: know so yeah I, I, I yeah. Uh, what you was about to say.
1: Yeah, yeah, i said, say, man, we, we just got to stay the course, man, because uh, a lot of times in, in the white communities that you can go in, you can go in and vote and, and, and be in and out within minutes. You know, but, but a lot of times in the black communities where we vote at, man, the, the places that the, how they how they set us up is they set us up with these broken machines. I mean, we can go back from the uh, from the last presidential election where the, where the, the machines was broken. You know, even even the uh, the, uh, the the governor election up in uh, Georgia where they had the machines broken, you know, and, and it, it had these minorities waiting outside for five and six hours at a time, knowing that, they, you know, they had things to do. They didn't want to wait out there, and you know, in long lines and stuff like that. So they kind of detoured them. It's kind of hard for us to, to get our vote in when the votes are when you say, OK, the machine broke, but I don't wait for five hours. You know, it, it, it's deterring for us to 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 want to go and vote, go out and vote. You know, and make our vote count. You know, they make it harder for us, but we just gotta stay course, man, and, and make it happen.
0: One thing got not understand is that voting is still so old fashioned. I, I don't, I don't know why they haven't switched to some type of digital system. Mm-hmm. Where I feel, like, I feel like everybody should still fill out like their absentee ballot and do that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it should be somewhere on the internet where they can verify with your social security number that you're valid to vote mm-hmm. and you can just go and vote and they calculate it that way versus people waiting in line in person. You know what I'm saying? That don't make sense to me. Right. Yeah. That's, that's some of the system changes, man, that we had to put in place, man.
1: Like I said, those those one of the obstacles that we have man, ahead of, ahead of us in order to, you know what I'm saying, to, to make the change, man. They They try to put so many obstacles ahead of us. In order to make it difficult to, for us to make change, but like the stuff like that, those are those are the things that we 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 need to put in place now, like to to, to change the way that, that the voting system is done. You know, make it easier, make it more convenient for people to vote. You know, once they make it more convenient to be, for people to vote, then I think more people are start voting, right, and more votes will start to count, and then we can really get a picture of what we need to be at and where we need to be, and, and inside of the you know inside of the United States. You know what I'm saying? And until then i think like you say that the the, the the voting system is just rigged man it's it's rigged it's, it's catered toward the toward the majority of people toward the to to the caucasian population you know it's the easier for them to vote but it's harder for us to vote you know
0: that's just one of those things now, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i understand that uh uh, we just had a big tragedy in America two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Floyd uh, was uh, brutally murdered on the street by these four cops, mm-hmm. and uh, one cop with knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. I know he's on a million dollar bond. The actual cop that knee him on the neck, they put the other guys on a hundred thousand dollar bond, but the judge just released them temporarily. I guess, until trial. So, uh, they just buried George Floyd yesterday. It's just a real sad situation. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of crazy how we've seen people get killed by the police before, like little snippet videos and stuff. But it's kind of crazy how this one murder, um, Got the whole country awake and and sick, mm-hmm. you know, with with the protesting and all that stuff. So, I want to get your opinion on how did you feel when you first found out about it, and what do you think that they uh the mina the Minnesota should do as far as like prosecuting those four cops, and what is your opinion on uh, peacefully protesting around America? Right, man. So when
1: I when I first saw it, man, it, it was just to me, I, I viewed it as inhumane, something that was inhumane. You you have to you have to have you 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 can't have a heart if, if you can sit up and watch somebody die on live television like that on, on like live, you know, and I watch it. And I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, my God, like, how is this even happening? You know, somebody's getting killed like live. It's being recorded live. You know what I'm saying? So, so I couldn't fathom it. Like, I, I was, I was, I was trying to get the grip. Like, okay, is this America? Like, is is this is this what we live in? Is this what Black people live in every day? Is this what we have to go through? That this guy's his, he's been suffocated. He's calling for his mom. He can't breathe. He's been suffocated. while all these other officers around him aren't doing it? You know what I'm saying? And so my biggest thing is like we have to take accountability of one another. Right? If I put myself in a position, if I was one of the, the one of the other officers on on duty, then then I would have to step in and say something. Even if I was the guy that was recording it on live, I would have had to intervene and say, hey, this is too much. I would have had to physically me, I put myself in that position, I would have had to physically intervene. So I can't imagine just being there on scene seeing that stuff live and, you know what I'm saying, live and in person, man. So it's just one of those things. That it just made my blood boil, man. It's just one of those things that the how the justice system is set up. You can you you feel comfortable killing a black man on live, you know what I'm saying, live television, live. Don't care. Have no care, man. And so I think one of the things that we have to do, man, in, in Minnesota, and I, I even listened to the mayor of Minnesota, man. He, that, that guy was compassionate. He's very compassionate about, you know, about, about the incident that happened, the incident that took place, and and the way to move forward from that, you know, I I don't feel that he had any racism in his heart, and no hatred in his heart towards black people, because he even when he was giving his interview, he broke down on on live television, you know, and and that for for a mayor or somebody in in, in a in a political position that he's in, that you don't usually you gonna t- you don't typically see uh see emotions you know come from a person like that, but from him, I think it was very sincere. I think that Minneapolis is moving in the right direction. But as far as the as far as the uh peaceful protest, I mean we just had Colin Kaepernick that done a, a peace, peaceful 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 protest years ago and it, it went unheard. So sometimes you have to you have to you have to be heard in order to make a change, right? As far as like, you know, uh, you know, doing it, the, the, uh, you know, burning down buildings and, and, and tearing down buildings and stuff like that. Sometimes you just have to be hurt. We have to be hurt because if we done, we tried it the peaceful way. Kaepernick tried it. Kaepernick is without a job and, and that's in the football league, you know? And, and, and so it's one of those things that we, if that don't work, then what do we do? You know, if we do this, now we start to grab the attention of, of people, Right. So now it seems like if we do this, oh, now they hear us. So I think we're moving in the right direction because I think pre- we, we, can, we can do peaceful protests, but do they really hear us? But, but when we make some noise, and I think they start to hear us, right? Because that now people, people, businesses and stuff like that, that stuff coming to play, money, all right? America is built around money. So when you start to involve money and, and, and destructing these people's property, then, then something's going gonna, something's to gonna shake, right? That's just what I believe. You know,
0: well, I had a conversation with this gentleman the other day, and it just amazes me how, you know, people just walk around and live life like they don't know the history of their people. But I had to tell this other black guy that I was having a debate with the other day when I was in a grocery store, I had to tell him, I was like, yo, you do realize like African Americans was way more wealthier than white people. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you just look up, if you just compile all the history, I was like, so you, everybody's putting, everybody's getting their feelings about all this riots and looting, but in reality, white people have been looting since the beginning of the time. Since the beginning. Since the beginning. They 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 looted they looted they looted from the pilgrims. That's why they get a check every month. Right. They try to pay them back. Right, right. Dan, Dan. As far as African Americans, a lot of people don't know about this story. But in Oklahoma, you had Wall Street. You know, there was a uh, African American group. It was they had their own economy. It was a black group full of millionaires. Mm-hmm. They bombed them, killed everybody in the building, stole Wall Street from, rebuilt it, and and put their people in there. So. I really, I mean, I don't agree with the looting and riding, but I understand it because at the same time, everybody pays tax dollars and all these multimillion dollar companies got insurances and stuff like that. So everybody's trying to throw this pity party. You know what I'm saying? They could easily replace everything that they lost. Right. So I don't really, I don't really feel sorry for, corporations that come in our community and just take from us but you don't see none of them down there on front lines supporting oh, right. nothing that we got going. Right. I mean, so so think about it, man. When when it, when
1: when a team when a team win a Super Bowl, a uh NBA finals or something like that, what do you think happens in the city? Right? They, like they burn down buildings. Like everybody go crazy. They they burn stuff. Like it's 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 a massive celebration. And nobody sees anything wrong with that. You know. But as soon as uh that black people get together and start to form, you know, a coalition that, that we're on that we're on the same team, we stop the black on black crime for a minute. We 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 go in and we and we form a bond and, and we do things together, then it's an issue. You ever notice that? That it's always an issue when black people come together. and and, and be on and and form a team and and it's always the issue you know and and it's not just black people it's 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 all races this time around that's why i feel like it's different you know it's it's not just black people it's white people it's 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 people from different races around the world man that that they we came together this time for for one time that we came together and we agree on one thing right so it's not just the loot the loot that they're it, it's, it's not the people that are out there protesting for George Floyd that are looting. You know, it, it's the people that use, they're, they're using the protests and, 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 and the silent, uh, the, 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 the silent protesting that we're doing, the marching and stuff like that. They're using that and they're looting at the same time. We, 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 we can't take, we can't take the, take the blame for the looting and stuff like that because that's not just all the protesters. That's not part of the protest and the protesting and all the people out there that's, you know, that's, that's got the signs and stuff like that that's doing the right thing. But it's a lot of people out there that's outside of, of, of the protesting that are looting. We can't we can't do that. And that's all racist. You know, that's that's not just black people. That's all racist. They're out there using that for an excuse. We can't never get rid of you know, the people that are going to do the bad thing. But we have people out there that are doing the right thing, that are protesting peacefully and stuff like that, and they're still getting beat down by, poli- by police and stuff like that, man. So it is one of those things that that it, 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 you never see a change, man. It's everlasting, man. So it's, it's one of those things.
0: I feel like with the looting, they kind of set themselves up because everybody was at a breaking point. We had multiple murders of black people getting killed and nothing happening all these people getting off. So I feel like, and it's a combination of three months. You have people, you know, took people's jobs away from them because of the corona. You tell them that they couldn't do nothing. They couldn't enjoy their lives. had to stay in the house for three months. And then you kill a black man on national TV, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard for you to tell a, a citizen not to be outraged, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and anybody that has African American friends, like we've seen in a protest, that's not African American, are going to support their friends if they're real friends, because anybody with common sense can see they were wrong. Right. Right. So, man, I, I I just feel
1: like I just feel like, man, the looting and stuff like that, like that, that's part of it. But however, man, the bigger picture—we have to understand the bigger picture. Like we all, we all, we always try to pull the negative out the positive, right? So that's that's what we build on. Just like with Kaepernick Neal, he took a knee, you know, during the national anthem. It was all about the old oh, the flag, the veterans, and stuff like that. But that's not what it was about. It was a, it was about the the you know the we don't have the, we don't enjoy the same freedoms that the, the, the white people do in america you know so so why should we have the same pride you know that that we have about the american flag and and it's not equal we we're not sharing the equal we're not sharing equal rights no nothing here is equal it's always been one-sided it's always been fair toward the caucasians right never catered toward the black we get killed in broad daylight just for example for, uh, I mean, I mean, George Floyd. That's, that's that's the last example that we had. He was killed on national television, and you tell you telling me that the, the flag stands for something. What does it really stand for, right? That made me question what does what do we as a nation stand for, right? And so, so me by me taking me doing the national anthem. What does that really like? What does that really have to do with the flag and the veterans and the people who died for the for. The, you know, for, for the United States of America, right? Because we had black people die for the United States of America. We had all races. It wasn't just white people, right? It was all nations. A lot of people sacrificed their freedom to fight, to fight for this nation, right? It, it's not just the white people. So you, you're looking at us, you know, we're taking the knee on our ancestors, right? We're taking the knee on our ancestors. We're making a stand. We're not only making a stand against white people, we're making a stand against the nation, the United States of America flag stands for. We're calling it out. We're saying, hey, is this really for me? You know, is the United States of America really representing me, right? So why should I represent the United States of America? And that's just one of those things, man.
0: Yeah, because um, four years ago when Kaepernick did that, everybody looked at him as a criminal. Now he's going most likely go down behind Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and other people that took a important stand like Rosa Parks as one of those people in the modern day era that took a stand peacefully and got punished for it and lost everything that he worked for. Well, I ain't going to say everything he worked for, but everything that he enjoyed doing as far as like what, what he was called to do as far as like being an NFL player they took that away from Mm -hmm. him. So, so I don't. I feel like the NFL they can't do nothing to make that up. Just for the simple fact that they're gonna they're in a lose lose situation. If they bring them back now, then it, then people are gonna say, "Oh, you only brought them back because of what's going on in America." Right, right, right. So so it's kind of a lose lose situation. But I do feel like all the owners. Uh, and the league in general need to apologize to him, and basically, um, I know the commissioner came out and apologized, but I don't feel like it was sincere. I feel like they should have a real legit uh, press conference instead of doing it on like a live video, right? But but uh, one thing that I've been observing, you 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 don't see none of these coaches or none of these um, owners speaking out about what's going on. And Jerry Jones was the only owner in the NFL that told his players that they had to stand for the National Anthem or he was going to kick them off the team. But you don't hear that from him with all this racism stuff going on, so it kind of Brings in question, like what type of person he really is. You know what I'm saying? So, so that goes back to what I was
1: saying about the about the, the generations, man. You
0: know, you know, Jerry Jones, those people that are, they're
1: in their 70s, man, 70s and up, they're, they're just like Donald Trump, just like the president of the United States of America. Those people who are in their 70s, man, they're stuck in their ways. They, they that stuff has been embedded in them, so it's hard to get that hatred and, and that 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 feeling of, of betterment out them. They feel that they're better, better than black people. They feel like they should be in, in, you know, in, in more predominant roles than black people. They feel like they should be owners of black people. Just like the owners of the NFL, the majority of the owners of the NFL are white people. Right? right. White billionaires that feel like they are better than black people. So they have that feeling of entitlement. For them to come out and say something... It, it would be them pretty much abandon their their you know their their, their way of life and, and the things that they stand for. I, I believe that Jerry Jones will never come out and say anything. You know, if he does, then that would be something that's surprising to me. And I really, really sincerely wouldn't I wouldn't sincerely feel it from him if he came out because he's being forced to okay jerry jones say something jerry jones say something jerry jones say something because if something is sincere and you want to say something and you feel a certain way about something it wouldn't take people to say hey you should say something it would be on your conscience to say hey this is wrong right hey i don't feel like this is right you know but but for somebody who sits there quiet and know that they, they can make a change and affect the situation that's going on at hand. And if they don't say nothing, I believe that they're for the cause. They're, they're not for the for the betterment of the solution. Right? And so that's that's just the way I feel. I feel Jerry Jones is 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 embedded in him to be, you know, this privileged white man that 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 would never, you know, want to be equal with
0: with black people. You know, this is one of those things, man. Yeah, we face a lot of challenges right now as a people, but uh, it's just real the, real, the thing that I can take positive from all this is that uh, in my time of living, I haven't seen uh, people as one, not just African-Americans, but everybody as one just come together for one common cause. And uh basically just be human beings and, and love each other, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, everybody be in their own circles and, you know, uh, this situation with the corona and with all this stuff really don't humble a lot of people, you know, because a lot of people, the corona don't affect everybody. Even if you got money, you're not making the money that you was making when everything was normal. So, you know, you so it affected everybody. So everybody's going through the same thing together. So it's kind of like you know when George Floyd got killed. I mean, I hate that he had to lose his life, but it's almost like it was a sacrifice to the other side of something good. You know what I'm saying? As far as like everybody coming together. Right. It 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 was man. It, it's one of those
1: things that uh you don't unfortunate things happen and, and things have to take place in order for things to change, right? So it with with you know with every situation there there's a cause for a change, man. And so with, with George Floyd, unfortunately, man, he had to lose his life the way that he done. But in order for in order for us for for the the world to make a change, something drastic has to has to change. Like something drastic has to happen in order for us to move forward, you know, in in, in a progressive way, man. So that's that's a thing that's 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 unfortunate, you know, uh that George Floyd had to pass in this situation had to come around. But those are one of the things that those are one of the 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 stepping stones. Those are one of the things that we have to build on and, and you know uphold the people who died. You know in situations like that, and, and and cherish them, man, and hold them up, and, and and let them know that we're making a change for them. You know, that's that that goes back to the you know, back in the days from the Martin Luther Kings, you know, the Malcolm X's, the people like that, man, the people that died. You know, the Rodney Kings, the people that actually died, man, making a sacrifice. For the for for something bigger than their, themselves, man, they made a sacrifice for something bigger than themselves in order to make a change. So that's that that what has to happen in order for them to make a change, man.
0: All right, man. Uh, before we get off of here, man, uh, one last thing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm say mine first. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I want to get you. I want to get your opinion on. What you think? All the cops should get how they should prosecute the cops. I know they upgraded the first cop up to second degree murder Mm -hmm. and uh, manslaughter charge. So I feel like, uh, in my opinion, it's kind of hard to prosecute somebody for first degree murder, right? So I feel like the second degree is pretty heavy because they raised it from third, right? So I feel like I feel like uh, he should get second degree with manslaughter. And uh, and I feel like all the other three cops should get manslaughter and third degree murder. Right, right. Now, now, uh, Gimme all three of them would do less time than the one that had his foot on the neck. But all four of them has to be punished to send a message to other cops. Like you have to hold people because it's almost like being in the military. Like in the military. If you, if you do something, you're getting prosecuted by both sectors. So you, you got to hold these cops to the same standard. You got to hold them to a higher standard because you put them in, in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a powerful position to have their hands over people's freedom and people's livelihood. So for you, for them to do something wrong and you not to hold them accountable when you know that they did something wrong, you know that's that's kind of messed up. Because if it, if the shoe was on the other end, and one of us, a regular citizen, did something wrong, we will be sitting in jail for years until we get a trial date. Right, right. Uh, pretty much, man.
1: Pretty much. Uh, I feel like 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 you say, it's hard to prove first degree murder, so it we're, we're better off. You know, trying them on the second degree, because then, then we have more ground to in order for it to stick. Because a lot of times, man, with first degree to murder, this is very hard to prove that, you know, and if and if he was acquitted of first degree murder, then it would be this this world would go into you know what I'm saying, to 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 a whole different level. And so I feel like second degree second degree is warranted enough, even though we feel like it may be first degree, but it's in order for them to to Find this guy guilty of murder, and then second degree, second degree would be the better, the better way to go. Uh, I think he's he's guilty of second degree murder. I think they'll be able to prove he's guilty of second degree murder, and all of it, for all the other other cops that there, there were. Uh, I f- I feel like they should be charged with manslaughter because I think they are part of the problem because there's no way that if you have some type of humanity, some type of You know, some type of humanity for yourself. You would not let nobody sit up and kill somebody in front of your face. Then I feel like you're just as responsible as this person that that who was committing the crime.
0: Yeah, I feel the exact same way, man. Hopefully that they prosecute these cops in a timely manner. And the same thing with the Breonna Taylor case out here in Louisville. What well, they still got these cops on administrative leave and haven't even thought about prosecuting them, and the mayor's not even saying anything about it. Uh, I hope that they um, prosecute those cops too, because they killed her on a no-knock warrant. They just ran in the house and started shooting, and the person they were looking for was already in jail. So uh, it's a bad, it's a messed up situation with all these murders happening. Uh, the key one, uh, all of them are key, but the the one that everybody is talking about is George, Floyd, and Breonna Taylor. So, hopefully, that uh, people can get some sense and people keep protesting and putting the pressure on these local administrations to do what they've been put in office to do, and that's to uh be the voice for the people and hold. These people accountable when they don't uh, fulfill their obligations or what they're supposed to do. Right, right.
1: Yeah, man. So we we, we just got to get the right people in place, man. The right uh, like first starts from the district attorney, city, uh, city council, mayors, and places like that. We we got to get the right people in place, man, in order to make a change. Yeah, that's that's bottom
0: line. Yep. But yeah, uh yeah, uh Lakendra man, I uh, appreciate you uh coming on to the Air J the Great Podcast where uh where all lives matter and uh I uh wanna give a special shout out to uh Anchor again for sponsor this podcast. Uh this podcast will be on nine different uh platforms. It'll definitely be on Spotify uh later on tonight. And uh, once again, I appreciate you for coming on, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thanks for uh, having me. Okay, then. uh, Have a nice night. All right. Bye.